Welcome to the Grace Place Weekly Podcast. No matter your size, age, shade, or background, here you'll receive compelling lessons suited to help guide your walk with Christ and your relationships with others. Please join us now for this week's podcast, recorded live from Grace Place in St. Paul, Minnesota. Stay close. Just stay close. Just stay close. Um, I've been pastor here for 22 years. This is the, yeah, that's good. I, I, I was going to use that for a good excuse. <laughs> I have prepared. Uh, I spent a lot of time in preparation, and I love that. I have a message that I'm working on. I'm preparing, and I told you a little while ago, maybe take me three weeks to get there, because I promised <clears throat> everybody out in uh, podcast land that I'd try to finish. I gave them scriptures to finish this idea of no greater love that uh, the first song we sang was about God making us new that uh, we're we're made into kings and priests so I'm going to finish that message in about 30 seconds and I'm moving on and that is that the man with the withered hand according to the book of Leviticus was not ever to be a priest he was defected I looked it up this morning, and there are like seven or eight times that the word defect. Everybody say defect. We're talking about broken hearts, defective. We're we're defective, made defective by circumstances and things in our lives. And because you have a defect, you cannot be a priest. But he makes everything new. He heals us from our defects and then we find out later that he uses what was a defect to help somebody else that's in trouble feel like maybe there's hope I'm telling you the people that spoke to you today didn't come weren't born defective but we've become broken and healed I am healed Nate's not the man he used to be Kiki's on the road to the promised land and we're saying, hey, I know you've been broken, but the healer is in the house. There's future for you. You're not going to stay bent over like the woman who was bound by the Spirit for 18 years. Your hand is not going to be withered and defective. He's going to heal you. His purpose is to heal us. Now I'm getting freaky. Because what I've been working on for days and weeks, and I'm going to preach it to you later, and you've got to act like you never heard it before. I got it. I got it. I need it. I'm using this. You're a good man. Adam had no clue the great and long-term effects of eating that fruit would be to carry us all into sin. He didn't have a clue what he was doing, how it meant for the rest of us to be sinners, broken, a world that's broken down. And I'm in prayer three or four days ago, and I saw the invisible hand of God with a coat that God made. Are you listening to me, Cindy? A coat that God made, a custom-made coat to 
to cover his shame, to cover his mistake. Adam's head is down like yours, like your spirit, like Kiki's talking about, like Nate, like Joel, like you're talking about, broken down. And here comes the invisible hand of God with a coat. He made it. Adam didn't make it. God made it. Adam couldn't straighten the thing out. God's got to straighten this out. You can't do anything about where you've been and what you've already done. It's done. But God can do something about what's coming. He can do something about your future. And he took that coat, Jill, and he brings it to Adam in Adam's shame. We do not hear the voice of God. We don't know what God said. We don't know that he said anything. All we know is, come here, Dan, come here, Dan. All we know is, because Dan's a good broken up Adam guy here. He's a mess. This is Dan Brigley, a mess. Dan, look like a mess. Look like a mess, brother. Look, you can't help but look like a mess. Your head is down. He's in trouble. Listen, watch me, watch me. I wish they could see this on podcast. Here came the invisible hand of God to give something back, to give dignity back, to take the shame away, to forgive, to prove a point that's going to happen now 5,000 years later with you and me, Kiki. He's going to give you something. Somebody say give. Adam. You stand there just a minute. I'm offering this to you, but Adam looks and he sees this coat. That's where Grace Place is today, Nate. And God had to shake it at him. That's what God's doing to you today. He brought you a coat. He brought you provision. He's made some promises. Lord, get this. And then he couldn't take it right away. Couldn't believe it. Ashamed. Failed God. And God holds the coat up and Adam looks back down. And God shakes the coat in his face. He didn't say take it. He didn't make him take it. He just offered it to him again. And in a moment then, the Bible says, Adam, put on that coat. Here, here, Adam. Here. You're covered, brother. I got you. Not by your works, not by your righteousness, not by any good thing that you have done, but because of my grace, because I love you, because I love you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Adam, Grace Place, take the coat. Isn't that what you're saying, Nate? Take the coat. God's offering something to you today. He's offering you healing. He's offering you redemption. He's offering you forgiveness. Take the coat. That's what he's saying. Genesis 22. Sorry, I don't know how fast you can find this for me. Just stay where you are. Oh, my God. Been a long time since I changed what I was going to preach because the Holy Ghost moved on me like this. Oh my God. Genesis 22 8. Genesis 22 8. Stay with me, please. Abraham answered, talking to Isaac about the sacrifice that they were going to make to God on the mountain. God Himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. 
When they reached the place that God had told him about Abraham, build an altar. He's going to kill his boy. He built an altar. He arranged the wood. You've got to think about taking the time to do all of this while he's contemplating what he's about to do. He bound his son Isaac, laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and he took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him. I preach this to you Wednesday, Nate. Called out from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. God said, do not lay a hand on the boy. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Get this. Oh, I think of you, Ray Starr, and all of you people been, been around all Kathy Paradowski. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket, he saw a ram caught by its horns. Does anybody know what this means? Does anybody know the long-term effects of this, that God is our provider, that Jesus is the ram? Do you get it? Then you need to start saying amen right now. You need to get with me right now. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it for a burnt offering instead of his son. Hallelujah. He's going to kill his boy. He's got the knife raised. God said, stop. And what does it say? He looked up and he saw a ram caught by its its horns in a thicket. What's the very next sentence say? He took the ram and sacrificed it instead of his son. He saw it, just like God is putting the promises in front of you today, and he took it. He took it. That changes all of history and all the promises and everything that Jesus means to us. The fact that Abraham saw it Then he took it. The Holy Ghost spoke to me. Dana, you came to the house and I preached this to you. Take the ram. Take the ram, you all. God has provided it. Take the coat. Take the ram. Don't kill your son. Don't stay in religion. Don't stay in this mess. Leave it. Turn away from it. Turn away from all that you're trying to do on your own and take the ram. Take the ram. Take the ram. I want to look at you. God has provided the ram. Take it. Take forgiveness. Take the substitute. Take the coat. Take it. Today specifically, it's so powerful in this house. Receive ye the Holy Spirit. And he breathed on them. And they took it. I just leaped past all of my series. And said, I got to tell it to you now. Don't just look at it. Don't kill Isaac. That was never the point. God was always going to provide. 
take the ram. Take it. Take the substitute. The future of the church depends on somebody taking it and not propagating self-sacrifice, good works, labor. Somebody's got to say, it's a gift from God. Look, Dan, look, Dan. God provided a substitute, a substitute for my pain and shame and work and sacrifice. He He gave me my own offering. He gave me my own offering. I'm praising God because what he's done in my life, not because of what I've done. I'm praising God because I took the ram. I took the coat. I received it. And I'm saying, my God, if ever the voice of heaven was heard in a room, it's today saying, take the promises of God. Okay, I'll try that again in about three weeks. Because that makes me happy. I preached myself happy. I don't know how happy you are about that. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes. To learn more about Grace Place, please visit our website at graceplacemn.org. Thanks for listening. May God bless you this week.